where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Tanner Hendricks and I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Right now, we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by Bob Nightingale. He's USA Today's Major League Baseball columnist. You can check out his work on Twitter at B Nightingale. Bob wrote a story yesterday on the seven potential landing spots for Juan Soto. He included the Cardinals on that list. Bob, we appreciate the time as always, my friend. Let's start with that. Do you think that the Cardinals are a realistic contender? for Juan Soto, or is this just something where they're being connected because they have very good prospects in their system? No, I mean, they definitely made the call. I mean, said they were very interested. So, uh, you know, those seven teams made calls and they included St. Louis right in the middle of that pack. So, no, they're serious. Uh, with that being said, Bob, in terms of Juan Soto, and I, and I know, obviously, you were on the other end of that call, but do you believe that that call is including Patrick Corbin because it just seems like the package isn't going to be as hefty if they're able to take on Patrick Corbin's contract also. No, I think that's just a, a dream of the Nationals. You know, it might be more like a Mets thing, like, oh, okay, if you don't care about money, you know, can, you take on this, uh, can you take on this contract? But you're right. I mean, if you're uh, giving up a bunch of prospects, you're not going to give up nearly as much if you have to take Corbin. So I kind of doubt Corbin's traded – I'd be disappointed in the Nationals if that was the case. Then you're talking about a money dump. Bob, if you end up seeing like this come to fruition, and let, let's say that the Cardinals are serious about this and they're really in, in it, how much are they going to have to give? Like if, if Corbin's not involved, and this is just prospects slash current players for Juan Soto, how much are the Cardinals going to have to give up in this deal? Well, you're going to have to give up at least one major league player, you know, when they won the outfielders. Is going to have to go for sure, and then probably uh, you know by three of their top prospects, uh, you know three of the top five, uh, you know at least you know four of the top ten. I'm not sure, but you know it's got to be three of the top ten for sure, if not not if not more. We we the, the conversation Bob has been are the Cardinals talking to the Nationals about Juan Soto? But in your opinion, should the Cardinals be making this move for Juan Soto? I don't know if you know. It's not a thing you have to make. You know, if I'm them, I'd probably better have uh, you know another starting pitcher. But you know, they were in on uh, they they were on uh, Goldschmidt. You know, when people when people knew he was available, 
You know, they went on Arenado when he was available. So they got a little track record of getting the big stars, uh, you know, and, and talking him into staying as a free agent. You know, here it's like, you know, you don't have to sign him as a free agent. You still get him for two and a half years. And he walks away and he walks away. And the one thing to remember is they're not afraid of training prospects. You know, I know that's their, uh, you know, kind of MO, like, oh, they'll never give it up. But when you give up Sandy Alcantara and Zach Gallon in that trade for Ozuna, was run a player, it shows you that they're willing to give up prospects. Bob Nightingale is our guest for another few minutes here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Bob, how would you say, like, what do you think is the, who do you think is the favorite for Juan Soto right now? If you were to put your top contender on the list, who do you think has both the appetite to trade their prospects and also the need for a player like Juan Soto? I'd probably go more on the, on the two guys who are the most aggressive. That's Seattle and in San Diego. Those two GMs, Capoto and the uh, uh, Capoto and the, pot, the Pottery GM is <laughs> the name is AJ Preller. Uh, AJ Preller and they. Uh, so I think those two teams are probably the favorites. They both have a lot of prospects. Uh, Joe's got a chance to finally make the playoffs after all these years. You don't want to squander that opportunity. In Seattle, San Diego, they have the huge names and got the big stars. You know, the one thing is they already have two, three hundred million dollar players. You know, in uh, in Machado and Tatis, but like I said, you don't have to sign him to a uh, you know uh, a contract extension. And if you have him for two years, let him go. That's fine. You get draft pick back from for it. So I think those two clubs would be the most aggressive for sure. Bob, the one thing that I'm, I continue to wonder is why are the Nationals feeling like they need to do this now? Because they could always do it in the offseason. You would still have two years of club control at that point in time. You could potentially include even more teams then when uh, you're in the offseason as opposed to in the middle of the season. You don't have that same kind of a deadline. Why do you believe it is that they feel the urgency or do you believe that they feel urgency to get this done before August 2nd? No, I don't believe there. I don't believe there is an urgency. I think that's a uh, fallacy. When I talked to the uh, the club yesterday, it's like, hey, we don't have to move this guy now. They, you know, they kind of said, we don't know why people keep writing this. That's not true. You know, we can move him during the winter. We can move him, you know, next summer. So they're going to have to be overwhelmed. It's, they're not in the uh, any des- desperation to trade him whatsoever. Do you think that this gets done before August second? And if you had to guess. I think it's fifty-fifty right now. My right now, my gut tells me that uh, it won't be done, but I don't. I don't, com- I don't. I don't completely rule it out. I just think it's so hard to put put together. I mean, now they're going to have to, you know, really evaluate every team's uh, minor league organization and the team that wants them. You're kind of going on the gun here. If you have to give up major league talent and you're trying to win, it's not like you you can pick up that talent. So I, you know, I think it's easier for teams, you know, to pull off a trade like this in the off season. So, but I, but I do believe, you know, fifty fifty. But my gut kind of tells me that that it, that it won't happen this quickly. Just another couple of minutes here with Bob Nightingale of USA Today. He's joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Bob, the team that I find most interesting other than the Nationals, because, of course, that's taking up so much of the oxygen with all of the trade deadline discussions, is the Los Angeles Angels. And we know that maybe they end up going with some of their pitching. They've got other guys that could potentially be available that could be uh, out there on trade. I, I wanted to get your thoughts because you're so tied in. 
do you think that the Angels would give any consideration to trading Shohei Otani at this deadline? Because they have right now Mike Trout and Rendon signed for the foreseeable future for about $75 million together per year. They only have another year left of Shohei Otani. He's going to end up costing an exorbitant amount of money if they try to re-sign him. Do you think they would consider trading Shohei Otani if they know they can't re-sign him long-term? Not now, no. I think zero chance. Remember now, Otani pays for himself. I mean, probably, uh, you know, he probably brings in about $20 million a year, uh, you know, just for marketing and everything else. So I don't think he uh, gets traded. If he does, maybe this winter, uh, but not, you know, not before that. So I, I, I think he, I think he stays. And uh, I think if I want to trade a guy, it'd be Mike Trout. Of course, Mike Trout's got a, uh, Full no trade clause, but I, but I would certainly trade Trout before I would even think about Otani. Uh, but Otani, yeah, Otani will be there at least until it's winter, and then you know they might just sniff around to see who's you know who would give up what. But you're talking about a big, I mean, a guy who just makes you know at least twenty million dollars a year for the franchise. Uh, as a follow up to that, I think it's the obvious one. Do you think that the Cardinals would have interest in Mike Trout if he became available? Could I mean the one thing about Trout is a uh, yeah, first he'd want to you know have to come uh, you know he's an East Coast kid uh, you know, he's making thirty five thirty six million dollars a year for about another eight or nine years and he's kind of been breaking down a little bit so I don't I don't think that would make sense I really don't final question Bob we'll get you out of here on this one and thank you for the time as always who do you think are some pitchers that could make sense on the starting pitching market for the Cardinals if they end up going that route instead of uh, Juan Soto. Well, I mean, the, uh, the the big boy, of course, is Castillo. That's the guy you want from Cincinnati. Uh, could, get, could take Tyler Manley from uh, there as well. Uh, trying to think who else. You know, the kid from uh, the kid from Oakland. He, uh, you know, he just got back from the injury list. Only pitched three innings last night. So you kind of had your doubts, but like, okay, you know, how, how are you really going to take a risk uh, of? Of grabbing Maness, so I'd, it's, it's such a thin market. You know, maybe Noah Syndergaard that might make sense. Uh, you know, but he makes a lot of money. Bob, we appreciate the time as always, man. People can find you on Twitter at B Nightingale, and of course, they can follow your work over at USA Today. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. We wish you all the best, and hopefully, we'll be talking with you as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline. All right, sounds good. Take care, buddy. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.